What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, wannabes, it's Brian, the B-Man, recording this episode at 5.30 a.m. in the morning. God, why am I up this early? <laughs> it's been a while since I've done a little recording, huh? By the way, you can visit the blog. I forgot to promote that tonight. Chillingwithb1.blogspot.com. You'll find all prior episodes, links to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. In fact, that out of the way, let's move on. Yeah, so it's been a while, what, two, three weeks since my last recording? I think the last time was around Valentine's Day. I did start to record things since then, but just never got it up, and then that's it. So now we're starting fresh again. Let's see if I remember how to do this. So anyway, if you listen to me, I'm going to go over a few news stories and subjects I like, which is usually in the video games, news, movies, and TV stuff, you know, comic-related stuff, all the geeky crap. So if that's your thing, you know, stay and listen. If not... Your probably best bet is just to go now because I'm not very good at this to begin with. And if that's not your subject, well then, I guess not. But it's also just a way for me to record history so I can go back 30 years from now and say, you know what, that was a B-man when he was a little bit younger and this is what he was into at the time. So it's like a personal journal for me, but I do share it with the world. And if anyone's listening, I hope you enjoy it. So uh, it's freezing here in the tri-state area. Would you know what? At this time, it's actually 17 degrees out, and this is like a heat wave because it has been so cold. It's been negative five at sometimes. It's just so damn cold, and I can't wait for winter to just be over. So next week is the first week of March, and hopefully things will go up from there. So uh, I got a new toy recently. I bought myself an iPad Mini Two. I had the choice as that or the iPad Mini Three, but I said, you know what? After doing my research. The only difference is that one comes with a thumbprint reader or a fingerprint reader. So it maybe takes off about 5 or 10 seconds of typing in a password. Instead, you could just slide your finger. And I don't need to spend an extra $50 to $100 for a fingerprint reader. But I am loving my iPad Mini 2. I'm going to actually try and do a recording off of it. Maybe it gives me better audio than what you get from this. Currently, I record these episodes off my smartphone. And it's been a very loyal and good phone for the last few years. I don't think it has the greatest mic on it. So the quality you get isn't always that good. But it does the job. I would like to see if the mic on the iPad Mini is a little bit better. And maybe upload an episode. Uh, The default program they have on there for recording is GarageBand, I guess. I didn't see any other recorders on there. And it has a share feature, but only with, like, you know, Apple-compatible devices and stuff. So I might have to download a third-party program that lets me share these files with Google Drive, whatever. Because that's what I do. Let's pull back the curtain a little bit. Uh, When I record these episodes on my smartphone, I upload them to my Google Drive account on a smartphone, go on my computer at home, 
and just you know download them off the Google Drive. It's a very easy wireless process. And with Apple, I got to find a similar way to do this. So that's how I get my episodes up, and I got to figure that out. But I'm really enjoying the iPad Mini too, and uh, I'll get into that when I go into games I'm playing later on because I do have a section what bees watching and playing. I usually at the end of the episode I talk about that. And now that I have an iPad, well, there's a couple of games I've been checking out on there as well. So, I'll get into that later, but just wanted to share that. So, with all that said, let's move on to the next segment. I guess I'll do news. I don't know if I'm going to do a bunch of B, um, although there's plenty to complain about. Uh, we'll see. So, whatever I decide to do, we're going to move into that now. So, stay tuned. Bonjour. Would you like some cheese with that wine? Alright, so it looks like I'm going with a Bitchin' of B segment before we go on to the news this week. Uh, if you don't know what Bitchin' of B is, well, you're going to hear me, the B-man, bitch, whine and complain like a little girl, wah, 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 about things that really aren't important, but piss me off. So let's get to number one. Um, we'll see if there's a few things, but number one, you know, I've been going to the gym a lot lately, and uh, I was hoping that these people who sign up for the New Year's resolutions would be gone by now, but the gyms are so, so packed every day. I mean, i got to park on the opposite end of the parking lot, walk in the freezing cold to the gym, um, wait for people to be done with machines. Some people just use these machines for like 20 minutes at a time. It's really obnoxious. And I hate it. So people out there who sign up for their resolutions to go to the gym, please, give up already. Give up. <laughs> Uh, you know what, good for you. I'm glad you guys are keeping it, but don't go on the B-Man schedule. I gotta stop going to rush hour. I gotta go like maybe like 5 in the morning or maybe 10 o'clock at night, and then things will be a lot better. I Lately I've been going a lot after work, which for me is around 5, 5.30, and uh, it's just the worst time to go to the gym. So, uh, Good for these people for keeping their resolutions. Bad for the B-Man. It's making life at the gym very difficult, and you gotta really work around what you can do, and it's not cool. So while we're on the gym subject, this is another thing that, really, this gets to me. All right, now the last thing, yeah, it's busy, it's annoying, but whatever. People have as much right as you to be there. I get that. I was pretty much just joking about that last thing. But this does get to me at the gym. Now, I wipe off every machine I use. They have a spray. I don't know what's in it, some kind of chemicals, whatever. It could be BS for all I know. It's blue liquid. And I put on a napkin, and after I'm done using a machine, and usually before, I wipe down the machines. These people are so goddamn desperate there. Well, first of all, majority of people don't even wipe down the machines. That's bad to begin with. And, you know, you're putting your sweaty back on the machine. They're putting their sweaty back. It's not very healthy. And that's why they have these sprays everywhere. You're supposed to clean up after yourself. A lot of people don't. That's a problem. But the thing that annoys me is that when I'm done with the machine, I want to wipe off after myself. And I want to give the next person that goes there, let them be using a clean machine. Well, the second I walk away from the machine, I mean, I'm not gone no more than 10 seconds. I come back, someone's already sitting in the spot I just was. I mean, these people are like vultures. <laughs> and I just want to clean up the machine, so I'm like, okay. I got the towel in my hand, I'm ready to wipe it down, but they're already there. I'm like, you know what? I hope you feel my friggin' sweat on your back, okay? You deserve it. Enjoy my sweat on your back, <laughs> Anyway... Just a little pet peeve of mine. Uh, is there anything else to complain about? Of course there is. Do I necessarily want to bore you with the details? Probably not. Um, I could go into what's going on at work. There's always lots of fun going on there. But I think I'll save that for another time. 
You've heard the B-Man bitch enough this week. So let's move on with the news. Alright, so it's time for the news segment. The B-Man's going to go over news and things that he's interested in. TV, movies, video games, all that stuff. Uh, I'll see what articles I can find. But before we get to that, a very, very big story. Uh, sad news, but it was bound to happen. Leonard Nimoy, Mr. Spock himself, Dr. William Bell, has passed away at the age of 83. And uh, he will be missed. Everybody knew him as Mr. Spock from the original Star Trek, the original series. And then um, he did have to do a voiceover, I think, in Transformers. He played one of the bad robots. I don't remember which one. But he did the voiceover, and then he was also on the TV show Fringe. He's done countless of things. Uh, I think he did a lot of voiceover work for National Geographic. Lots of stuff. And he was great, right? We all love Mr. Spock, didn't we? There isn't anybody alive today, especially in America, even if you're a Star Trek fan or not, that doesn't know Leonard Nimoy as Mr. Spock. So rest in peace. Let's move on to another story. All right, so if you guys have been listening this long or have listened to enough of my prior episodes, you know the B-Man is big into sci-fi, action movies, you know, all that stuff. And there's a movie from the 80s called Blade Runner, which I'd actually never seen as a kid. I saw it first time, I think I saw it on TV, it was some kind of director's cut version, maybe on the Sci-Fi channel, um, maybe about a decade ago. The B-Man was a little bit younger, but not that young. And I didn't care for it. And people love this movie. I mean, there was just so much talk about how Blade Runner was so good. Uh, pretty much takes place in a future society. And the main character, I think his name is Deckard, played by Harrison Ford. He hunts down, like, robot characters, cyborgs, whatever they are, that I guess have gone bad and kill people. I think that's the gist of it. I don't know. It was so long ago. I don't remember. To me, it was a little boring. I would like to revisit it now as an adult. I am a lot more mature at this time. Maybe there's something I missed back then that I would like. A lot of people seem to like this movie, and there must be something to that. So I'm going to hold off judgment. I'm just going to tell you that from my memory, about 10 or 15 years ago when I did see this, I didn't care for it. But I am going to revisit it. Anyway, that brings me to this latest news story. It seems like they've confirmed uh, Blade Runner is getting a sequel. And not only that, but Harrison Ford is returning as the same character. Which is quite interesting. Um, you know, I love Harrison Ford. He's done amazing work over the years. I'm glad he's coming back to the latest Star Wars. But I don't know. I think he's getting really up there in age and needs to cut back a little bit. Now, he'll probably, I would have to guess, he's not going to be a main character in this. He'll probably be a you know side character. Because I don't want to see a 75 or 80, old, however old he is, Harrison Ford. And don't get me wrong, he looks great for his age, but... It's just not believable seeing him run around doing these things anymore. So, um, it's cool news for everybody out there who loves Blade Runner. Or maybe not. Maybe sometimes you get that sequel and you're like, you know what? They should have left well enough alone. Kind of like The Matrix. I loved the first Matrix. And I was so pumped when I found out they were making a trilogy. But it never recaptured the magic of the first one. Especially that second one. The second one was just horrible. Um, luckily, the third one kind of came back around. And I liked it, but... Uh, nothing, nothing really captured the magic of that first one, which could have just been its own standalone movie. So that's it. I just wanted to share that bit of news. Let's see if we can find something else. All right, so this next bit of news comes from ComingSoon.net. It's a pretty good, reliable movie uh, website, usually dealing with comic book-related uh, movie news and stuff like that. 
And they're saying that the film Red Sonja is back on track, that they've hired somebody to pen a script. Um, we heard a few years back that they were going to be remaking this movie. At that time, they were saying that Robert Rodriguez was going to be making it, and that his girlfriend Rose McGowan was going to play the title role. Now, that was about seven or eight years ago, and that's not happening this time. So, <laughs> I guess we'll see. They got a guy named Christopher Cosmos who's getting ready to write the script. Now, I don't know if you know what Red Sonja is, but it basically comes, in my opinion, it comes from the Conan world, or that's what it seemed like anyway. Uh, I only know it not based on the comics or books or anything like that. I know it based on a movie that came out, I think it was during the 80s. It was sort of during that hype-up phase of Conan movies, and it had a female character come out who's pretty much the female Conan. I liked the movie. I don't know how it did, you know, in terms of what people think. I never went on to actually... You know, back then we didn't have the internet full of a bunch of critics <laughs> giving their opinions of things. Uh, the only thing you had was word of mouth. People told you they liked it or not. I liked it. My brother liked it. We were young kids. We thought it was amazing. I mean, you had this young, beautiful, uh, redhead woman uh, on a quest for vengeance. And, and then you got Arnold Schwarzenegger appearing as a character who wasn't Conan, but he might as well have been. <laughs> And it was just lots of swordplay and sorcery and cool shit like that. A lot of fun. And, um, you know, I think it could do well this day and age. Of course, they tried to reboot Conan with Jason Momoa, and that didn't work out too well. And I don't know why. I mean, I guess, you know. Those movies that came out during that time, they just can't... They don't appeal to the audience of today. You know, Conan, the Conan that came out a few years ago, just to give a little tangent, when it recently came out, it wasn't a terrible movie, but had it been made... 30 years earlier, I think it would have been so much well-received. That was, You know, the early 80s was definitely the time of fantasy films. We had so much like that. We had Willow. We had Kroll. Kroll was like freaking Conan and Star Wars put together. Just so many of these kind of movies. And people accepted them and watched them and enjoyed them. Nowadays, well, nowadays we're in the comic book era and it's more superhero stuff. And that's cool. But uh, we'll see. You know, Red Sonja could be done really well. If done properly, I'd like to see the character get the respect she deserves. Why not? Alright, I've dwindled on that story a little bit too much. It's not even really fully a story. It's more like the early stages of a story. We've heard plenty of times movies that were getting written and this and that, and they never come to be. So, we'll just say it's in the early stages at this point, and nothing more than that. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Alright, so I'm pretty sure it was earlier in this podcast recording. Um, I don't know if you guys know, I've talked about this before, but I do these recordings over the period of a week or two's time. So, when I start the podcast, it may actually be a week earlier than the time I'm recording at the end. And now we're approaching near the end, hopefully. Anyway, some breaking news. Um, Harrison Ford, which I just mentioned earlier in the Blade Runner news section. Uh, he was in a plane crash, and he seems to be okay, okay? He was flying his vintage World War II training plane, and the power went out. He crash-landed onto a California golf course. They said he's beaten and battered, but he will be okay. Uh, they said he was conscious and breathing when the rescue crews reached him. Uh, he was stabilized and taken to a hospital where he's in fair but moderate condition. They said he suffered a broken arm and a nasty gash to his head, among other injuries. You know, uh, this is all cool. I'm glad that he's... 72 years old, he's still doing the things he enjoys, like flying vintage World War II planes. <laughs> you know, if he was flying the Millennium Falcon, 
I think he would have survived. Well, he did survive. I think he would have walked away a little bit easier. This poor guy, though. I mean, he got hurt making the Star Wars sequel that they're working on now. Should be out next year. Or this year at this point. I keep forgetting we're in 2015. Anyway, he got hurt when the friggin' door of the Millennium Falcon landed on his leg. And now the guy has crashed his plane into a golf course. What a friggin' trooper he is, though. But I think he needs to stay indoors if he wants to make this Blade Runner movie. We need him alive. I don't think they want to reanimate his dead body for this movie. But I am glad he's okay. All joking aside, it's great news that Harrison Ford is okay. A little bit of bruised and battered, but he will be okay. And he's a tough guy, like I said. And um, maybe he should give up on flying the planes, though. Alright, enough of that. just wanted to share that. I think that was a bit of breaking news and thought I'd like to share that. Uh, let's move on to something else. Alright, Expendables fans. All ten of you at this point. Um, no, I actually like the Expendables. Well, I like part of the Expendables. I wasn't a big fan of the first one. I was really, really um, awestruck by the fact that they had all these stars on screen at the same time. I thought it was so cool. But I found the movie very boring at points. You know, the whole end sequence was pretty cool. Then we got The Expendables 2, and that was a treat. It was just so much more fun, uh, action-based. Well, I mean, the first one was plenty of action-based, but they got rid of Mickey Rock, who was just boring as hell. <laughs> and um, then they made a third one. I did not see the third one, so I can't comment on that, but from what I heard from reviews, it was not the greatest. Well, whether you like it or not, we're getting more Expendables, even though they said that was going to be the final film. They may have been right. But we're getting it as a TV show. So Sylvester Stallone is going to be producing an Expendables TV miniseries. Now, miniseries isn't exactly a TV show. It's more like a made-for-TV movie. Might be over the course of a few days or a few weeks, whatever. But it's not a full season, usually. Um, according to this story, they don't have any word on if the rest of the cast will be returning. But it's highly doubtful that a TV budget would be able to get everybody like a Jason Statham and Schwarzenegger and... Bruce Willis to all appear on TV. Stallone would more than likely be in it. He's going to be producing it. It is his love child, and I'm sure he would like to be into it. Um, and I guess we'll see where it goes from there. Maybe they can do... I mean, it would actually be pretty cool, to tell you the truth. Uh, you know, they go on weekly assassin missions or whatever the case may be. See what happens. Hey, Jack Bauer's still around after 10 years. Why can't Stallone and his group of mercenaries that he can pull from? Alright, so um, not much to the story, but just wanted to share that. Alright, so one last bit of a news article to go over, and then I'm going to let you guys go. Um, I guess I could really quickly tell you what I'm playing, but we'll see how much time I have left. But this last article has to do with a music-based game that's coming for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One later this year, probably fall. And it's Rock Band 4. So, a little bit of backstory here in the B-Man's life. It was about 10 years ago. I was a younger man, my mid-20s, and I was introduced to Guitar Hero 2. I loved that game so much. My friend brought it over, and I laughed at him. You know, I said, this is so silly. You got this plastic-looking guitar. We're going to go on TV and make we're musicians and rock stars. And then I played it, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. It had this, the songs. You know, and I think in Guitar Hero, it was all, like, made-up songs. I mean, they were real songs, but they were, like, cover bands. But they did a good job. And you, when you started playing it and you got the controls down, especially on the harder difficulties, I don't know, to me, I felt like I was really there playing these songs. And then you had the competitiveness where you went against the person you know next to you, and it was just so much fun. And then, of course, they had Guitar Hero 3. That was fun, too. I enjoyed it. 
And then we had Rock Band. And for me, Rock Band was just amazing. And I got that as a Christmas gift from my brother. He bought me the whole set. You know, he always gets me these freaking Christmas gifts that are just so outrageous. Because this was like a $200 thing back at the time. But it came with a drum set, a guitar, a bass guitar, I think, and a microphone. So it was like a whole thing. And me, him, my sister, we just had a great time all Christmas just playing that. Every time, you know, friends would come over, we'd all play it. My parents didn't like it. You know, at the time I was still at home and my father really did not care for us in the living room of my sister singing and us bashing away on these guitars and whatnot. But it was a lot of fun. Great party game. And I have such fond memories. But I thought that was it, you know. They did a rock band too. They did DJ Hero. I don't know, it might have been them or another company, but whatever. It was all like Harmonix. And then we had the Beatles rock band. And that was it. They disappeared. You know, they'd been gone for about five years already. The money was gone. They didn't want to oversaturate the market. Very smart thinking. But now it's back. So they said there's going to be, you know, there's only early details, but they're saying there's going to be a lot of new stuff introduced. It's an evolution of the series they're promising. They're not just going to rehash these games with, um, you know, updated graphics. Although they are saying that it is backwards compatible with all your old instruments and any, I guess, song catalogs you had bought back then. Except for Beatles. The Beatles game is its own entity and it's off the books uh, as far as content goes. But um, all the prior Rock Band games and whatnot, you will be able to, uh, I don't know how that works, log into an account or something, but you have access to that whole back library and your old uh, guitars or drum sets, if you held on to them, they will work. So I'm looking forward to that. That will be this fall, probably in time for holiday season of this year, and we'll be bashing away again, won't we? (laughs) Rock on, guys. All right, that's it. I'm done with the news stories. I think I gave you guys a decent amount. You know, I've been away for a few weeks, and I do apologize for that. But I feel I brought you a hefty amount of stuff. And with that said, we'll just do one last final segment, what the B-Man is watching or playing, and then I'll let you guys go. All right, so what is the B-Man watching and playing? Well, um, on the gaming front, anyway, there's some new things. I don't know if I talked about this last episode or not, because it's been a while, but I did pick up Far Cry 4 on the PlayStation 4. Uh, they had a weekly special at the time. It was on sale for like 40% off. So for $35, I did get that game. I had a lot of fun with it so far. Um, I haven't played the last week, to be honest. But when I did play, I was really enjoying it. Uh, the only reason I haven't played it lately is because I've been playing other games that take up a lot, lot of time. That and the bad weather, where I'm constantly outside shoveling and whatnot, dealing with this crap all the time. And I've been going to the gym a lot. So, uh, you know, the games are there, but they're kind of taking a back seat. I'm trying to get into shape. I've pretty much gone to the gym um, 14 days straight. Maybe one day I missed in between. But uh, that's it. So yeah, Far Cry 4, a lot of fun. It's pretty much uh, an improvement, minor improvement on its predecessor, which was already a great game. And I'm really enjoying that. I'll have to get back into it. But I've also been playing Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. I've talked about that over the last couple months. I'm not going to go any further with that. And I also did get back into Elder Scrolls Online on the PC. Um, as you may or may not know, it will be coming to the current-gen consoles later this year in June. It's going free-to-play, or buy-to-play. I know it's confusing with the terminology, but I'll explain that in a second. But it's going buy-to-play, and probably by the time of this recording is uploaded, or maybe even next week or so. And by buy-to-play means that you still have to buy the game in order to play it, but there will be no subscription monthly fee, which there had been since launch. So it's going sort of the same model as Guild Wars 2 and other games that have come before. 
So you still got to buy the game, which you can get pretty cheap if you look around, maybe $20, $30. And you'll have access to everything that has come in the game up until this point, all updates and everything. If you want to keep the subscription in Elder Scrolls Online, well, that'll entitle you to some bonus items you can get, and as well as any new downloadable content that they add. Everybody else, you'll be able to play the game for free, everything that's been come up until this point. Um, but for extra content, you may have to pay for down the road. Which I think is fair, you know, if you want it, you get it. If not, whatever. There's plenty to do and see in this game already. So you're getting your money's worth. Um, yeah, so that's it. And is there anything else I'm doing? I'm playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm. I talked about that in the past. A lot of fun with that. Which has got me, kind of reinvigorated my interest in Dota 2. But Dota 2 is a different beast. I don't want to be the one of those people that compares them because they are different. Even though they're in the same genre. They both are totally different games. Heroes of the Storm is very objective-based. You cannot really win that game if you don't go for the objectives. Whereas games like Dota 2 and League of Legends are more team-based, combat-based, and strategy-based. you got to work your way towards the enemy bases and work together to overthrow them. You can buy items and stuff. So I feel there's a place in the B-Man's heart for both these type of games because they are pretty much different enough. I'm having fun. Alright, so that's pretty much it. Watching, I don't think I've watched anything really new lately. Yeah, nothing really new on the watching front. The shows I do watch, I talk about plenty enough. You don't want to hear them again, but most of those are on hiatus. But, um, you know, I'm enjoying those shows, and hopefully the ones I do like get renewed for next year. I'm pretty confident they will. Movie-wise, I'm pretty much caught up on, like, all the movies I wanted to see at this point. Oh, I know, since I last recorded, I did see um, Kingsman Secret Service. I saw that about two weeks ago, so it's it's been out a couple weeks, but it's probably still playing if you haven't seen it yet. I highly recommend it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's a, you know, it's got British people in it, but I don't fault that. Uh, I'm just joking. I love the Brits. Uh, minus the accents. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun, actually. And I thought it might just be like another James Bond kind of movie or a very generic kind of film. And it could have been. But the cast did such a good job, especially the villain. Played by Samuel Jackson. It's just a lot of fun. And the main guy, too. The guy who's training the young kid and taking him in under his wing. So, yeah. Uh, I didn't know what to expect going into that. I heard mixed things. But go see Kingsman Secret Service if you can. If you like action, spy movies, and a little bit of comedy thrown in for good measure, I think you would really like that movie. So that's it. Alright, I've uh, taken up enough of your good folks' time. I hope you enjoyed this recording. Hopefully I'll get another one out sooner than later. But always stay tuned, because as long as the B-Man is around, I'll get him to you eventually. It may be a month you know, delay in between some of these recordings, especially this time of year. There's a lot of things going on in my life, and the weather's been so bad. And I'm, like I said, I'm trying to go into the gym more often, so um, kind of taking a backseat to doing this recording and whatnot. But know that you guys are in my hearts, and I'm thinking about you and doing these for you and for me. Alright, enough of that. I will catch you guys later. Smell you later, my wannabes. Peace out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.